This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. My special guest is Minister John Berg. Recently, I was in Cincinnati, Ohio. I spoke at nine meetings in a row, and John was my worship leader for many of those meetings. Tremendous worship leader, and I listened to a testimony about him when I was there. That's why I invited him on this Warning Radio program. John, welcome to the Warning Radio program. Thank you. God bless you. Well, you gave a testimony that I thought was really uh, special, that your foot was cut off. Uh, is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Why don't you then take it from the start and, and tell us this testimony? Because, I mean, that's, that's really, we could classify that as a miracle just about. In 2003, we decided that myself and four other ministers decided that we were going to go to T.D. Jake's Manpower in Atlanta. And the morning that we were leaving, we decided we would drive the, our church van. And we were on our way, and we got on the other side of Kentucky, and a truck clipped the front of our van. And uh, my driver at the time, who was my armor bearer, he went left the center, then he went right, and then he went off the road, and it was raining. And so when we hit the grass, it was like hitting a sheet of ice when he slammed on the brakes. And we hit the only tree that was out there in the field. If we had went right or left, we'd still been driving because it was just open field. Wow. There was only one, one tree there. And when we hit the tree on the impact, you know, I, I was in the front seat, first seat of the van, not the front seat, but the first seat in the, behind the driver and the passenger. Uh, the passenger in the front. And when we hit, I my head hit, and I went back to my, I guess I jumped back in my seat because I was behind, found, when I came to, I was behind the seat, and I was behind, and there was another person behind me in the in the uh, second seat of the van, and they had both, uh, they had both passed away, and I was in between them. And at that point in time, it was a gentleman that opened the van door of our van after we wrecked. And he had white hair and he had white eyes and he had a blue shirt on and he had a yellow, bright yellow tie. I'll never forget it because he, he told me not to worry about a thing. He said, don't worry about a thing. The squad is on its way. And I never saw him anymore. And I know we have angels. I know that. So after that, 
they got there and they said, can you, can we get you out of the van so we can get these unconscious people out? And so they took me out first. And when they lifted me up, my foot was still on the ground and I was staying calm. And uh, I said, uh, okay, I'll get out the van, but can you do something with my foot? And they picked it up <laughs> and they carried it with me, put it up next to me on the bed, on the gurney or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, put me out and then they got the uh, unconscious people out with whom of which were deceased at that point. I did not know it. They took me to the hospital and at UK hospital, thank God for university of Kentucky hospital. They sewed my foot back on my right foot and my leg was busted open down to the bone. And they, they attempted to sew that on and I was blind in my right eye. And, um, I didn't tell anybody that I didn't tell anybody I was blind for three months. But they sewed my foot on, and as I was laying there, I had a big gash in my head. I had 47 staples in my head, and they were stapling my head, and tears started to flow down my face, and the doctor said, there's no way that you can be in pain. I numbed your head. We shot you 13 times in your head. And I said, wow. I said, no, I just saw at the foot of my bed was my driver, and right beside my bed was my cousin who was behind me who passed away. He was 23. My driver was 25 at the time. Uh, and I saw them and he, he smiled at me and they had on these bright colors. I just remember it being really bright when I saw them and they turned and I saw all I saw was the back of them at that point, walking away. He smiled. My cousin smiled at me and turned and walked away. Now they were and dead, said, right? Wow. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were gone. They, they, they died in the collision. Absolutely. But here you saw them in your hospital room. Absolutely. Look right at them. Wow. And, and uh, the doctor, what did he think of uh, your, your seeing these people that had, that had been pronounced dead at, because of the accident? What did he think at of the, they all were dead of this? At the scene. Yeah. Well, he, the doctor said, he said, he started laughing because tears were coming out of my eyes. And he said, there's no way you can feel this. Right, right. And I said, no, I just saw my cousin. Right. And I know where he is. I know where he's going to. Wow. So did and, he take uh, you serious? He, he chuckled. He chuckled for a minute and he said, well, with these injuries, you got to be close to God. That's what he told me. Wow. I said, oh, I love him. And I was totally conscious the entire time. Okay. When they sewed my foot on, when they sewed my leg up, when they put the staples in my head, I was totally alert and conscious because my John, mother walked in the room. John, did you know that uh, these folks had died? Did you know that? I did not know. I laid hands on my cousin. And I prayed and I laid hands on the driver, but I saw the engine was laying on his chest, the engine of the van. Okay. When you were, when you were at the scene, uh, injured, mm -hmm. you laid hands on them. Yes, I did. Because okay. it was raining outside. I thought my face was wet because of rain, but my face was wet because it was, I was bleeding. Right. And, uh, when I got to the hospital, the doctor said, had you not stayed calm, you would have died. He said, but because of your, you stayed so calm, you kept your blood flow down. Wow. And uh, I, I didn't get excited. I just, I said, relax, everybody relax. And the uh, passenger that was sitting in the front seat broke his thigh bone and his spleen was ruptured. And he had a, a bunch of injuries and he since passed away also. And uh, I and another minister, he's, uh, we're still, we're still here doing God's work. And I just, when they sewed my foot back on, I went to my local doctor when I got, they brought me back home the next day. 
And uh, he said, I'm going to fill out your papers for you to get Social Security. And I, and I laughed. And he said, this is not funny. Your injuries, you're going to walk with a limp the rest of your life. You're never going to be the same because one leg's going to be shorter than the other because of the way you were injured. And I said, no, can't accept that. Sorry. <laughs> and I laughed. And he was mad. And I said, well, I'm laughing because God left me here for a reason. He left me here to be 100% to do what he wants me to do. I can't be 99 and a half. I have to be 100%. So I will walk normal and I will be fine. I mean, it was all about God for me because I, you, he will put you in a position where you have to trust no one, no man, but him. You have to only trust him and you can't put your faith in, in not even in the doctor at that point. Cause what he said to me would have had me on social security and, you know, just medically unable to do anything the rest of my life. He was willing to fill out the paperwork to get it started immediately, he said. And I told him, no, I'm going to do God's work and God's will. And I've been I've been running for my life ever since. I'm, you know, every day is a new day. Okay, so now. New mercies. <laughs> so you had your foot cut off. Now mm-hmm. they've sewed it back on. So now when I saw you, when you ministered with me, uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, you showed no signs of injury. So I want you to tell the rest of the story. What happened? Well, I healed up. I played adult league soccer. I ref basketball. I teach school. I am a minister of music at church. And I stay as active as possible. And I've, I've, I don't have any effects from the wreck. I have the scars. I have the battle scars that tell the story, but I don't have any effects of it. No injury, no nothing, no arthritis, nothing. No limp. God completely healed me. No limp. My leg is not shorter than the other. When I go buy a suit, it's the same length. <laughs> my legs are the same length, and my both my feet are the same size. When I go buy shoes, you know, totally God, totally God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the God we serve. This is the real God. Some of you need a miracle. John needed a miracle. People were oh, yeah. dead beside him, both sides of him. They died. Yet in the hospital, he saw them and they were happy. Again, yeah, there yeah. is no such thing as death. We don't die. The spirit is eternal, either to Absolutely. have eternal fellowship with God or eternal separation. We need to understand these things. We don't die. Now, a white-colored person met you. Describe him again because you believe he was an angel. Uh, Absolutely. He had white hair. His eyes were even white. And he had on a a bright blue shirt and a bright yellow tie. And uh, as you said, Dr. Hanson, you were telling me that the color blue, it was something meant something about heaven. Yeah, blue and white, uh, the colors of heaven. Yeah. His hair was purely white. He had a white afro. It was like really curly. And uh, I remember him because he said, don't worry about a thing. The squad is on its way. And I wow. never saw him anymore. Wow. Never saw him anymore. The squad is on its way, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So you mentioned you mentioned also uh, your eye had been blind. Yeah, I was blind in my right eye. It was hit. All the blood in the van was mine. No one else lost blood. Okay. It was mine. And they told me that later. 
and uh, because I hit my head on the on the front and bounced backward, I guess. And uh, I could not see, and I never, I didn't even tell my mother. I told no one because I would have these blackout spells. Uh, they had my head all wrapped up, but I'd be get up to even go to the kitchen or anything, and I would pass out. And my nine-year-old son Jeremiah would catch me every single time I passed out. He didn't go to school. He took care of me. He helped nurse me back to health. Wow. And uh, I thank God for that every day. It brings tears to my eyes to think about the things that he done and the sacrifices that he made for me. And uh, he was there. Every time I passed out, every time I went, fell backwards to, to hit the floor, I never did. He caught me. And um, God uses ordinary people, though. He used my nine-year-old son because he was there. He never left my side. How's your eye? I see better out of my right eye than I do my left eye now. So, <laughs> and, and how Cause did God? Because when God do it, it's done. How did that eye become blind? I guess when I hit my head it, with the impact, when we hit the tree. I went forward, and then the impact, and then I and then I jerked backwards. But uh, I could not see anything. It was dark, completely dark in my right eye. Wow. Wow. I was I was a, I was kind of afraid to tell anybody because you never know who's praying for you or who's praying against you. So I just kept it to myself. And I, I talked to God every night about my eye, not even so much as worried about my head or my foot or my leg. But it was my eye that I was, you know, I said, Lord, I, I'm singing for you. I'm giving you the glory. I'm giving you the praise. And I need to be able to see. And uh, approximately about I'd say it was about three months later, about. About 80, 88 days to 90 days later, I got up one morning and the sun was so bright. I had to pull my blinds because I could see it so well with my right eye. And uh, I put my hand over my left eye. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, you are my God. You are my God. That's what I said. And um, I could see. And then I told then I told my mom about it. <laughs> wow. Well, once again, you're listening to John Berg. John was one of the ministers that led worship, one of the people that led worship in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, when I just recently was there, spoke for nine services in a row, and tremendous worship leader. And he just shared a story that uh, most people would classify as a miracle. Never supposed to be able to walk properly, uh, limp, his foot was cut off, um, two people uh, that were riding on each side of him had died in this collision, this terrible accident. Uh, what appears to be an angel met him at the scene and said, hey, don't worry, everything's under control. You're going to be okay. They wanted, they wanted to uh, give him disability. He refused. Yep. And uh, an eye that was blind, and, and today he walks perfectly. There's no shortness in the either leg. Uh, I mean, they're, they're balanced. They're even. And the eye works perfectly. So, John, uh, what would you like to tell people out there that's listening right now? I would tell them to lay aside every weight and every care that so easily besets us from running the race. Run the race. Lay all that other stuff aside. Fight for God. Live for Jesus. Promote him and his ways and acknowledge him. And that's what I would tell them. Now, usually on this warning radio program, when I have a some type of testimonial or a program that goes in this direction where uh, we give an altar call, uh, I usually do it. But John, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and 
ask people if they want to accept Christ. And uh, now if they can always, when they're done, call 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. My operators are waiting. They will uh, uh, continue to uh, pass on Christian literature to them to help them on their, their walk with the Lord. But uh, go ahead and, and invite people to come to know Jesus uh, maybe pray for those that uh, are sick right now, and then uh, I'll continue then to close off the program. Before I do that, Pastor, can I uh, do a song? I don't own the rights to this music, but can I just sing something real quick, just one line? Yes, go ahead. Falling in love Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever, ever done. You've got to learn to fall in love with him. It's all about Jesus. There is none like him nowhere. You can search all over and you will find nothing and no one like him. If you have tried everything else, I give you the opportunity and I dare you to just lift your hands and confess Christ right now. And we're praying with you and we're praying for you in this America. And I'm here to tell you, it's not going to get much better. Where we are now, it's not going to get much better, but we will win because that's what the word of God tells us. And I want you to confess and get get on the Lord's side. It's the best side that you can be on. You're on the winning team. Everything that you've tried has not worked or it has failed or it has failed in some capacity. You need to try him. And he's the final. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. He's everywhere all the time. He knows everything, every time, and he never slumbers nor sleeps. There is no rest with him. He's always there. Try him. God bless you. Once again, if you want to know Jesus, all you have to do is accept him into your life, into your hearts. Follow his ways. They're described in the Bible. Yes. I urge you to call 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Operators are waiting. And they'll send you Christian literature, and you'll get pastoral articles twice a month that will help you. They'll encourage you. You can always call up if you have any questions. We'll be glad to help you as you walk with the Lord. Those that need, again, a touch from God in the name of Jesus, heal those that are listening. Heal them now, Lord. Nothing is impossible. Father God, that woman that wants to commit suicide, I rebuke that spirit of suicide in Jesus' name. Right now, right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you have a destiny, you have hope. Telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. And again, we'll send you some literature. We'll talk to you. We'll pray with you. Father God, again, we thank you for this program. I thank you. For John Burke, we had tremendous meetings in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
We saw a lady, dear God, that uh, her legs were scrumped up and uh, commanded them to straighten out. And after 10 minutes of commanding, yes. they both straightened yes. out and she walked perfect balance. This oh, is yes. the God we serve, a God of oh, yes. miracles. Father God, again, bless each person listening today. And we'll give you glory and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. John, welcome again and thank you and uh, for being on the Warning Radio program. Thank you so much. And one last thing I would like to say, I'm an eagle. That's I want right. you all to soar with the eagles. That's <laughs> right. I, I took this six-week tour of Cincinnati, Ohio, was just one of the stops and uh, Again, promoting Eagles Saving Nations. You've yes. heard me speak on it on this program. John's an eagle. We need people. Go into my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. Join it today. We're trying to get in, in the centers, stadiums, conference halls all through America. We're trying to promote another great awakening focused on the baptism of the Holy Spirit as Jesus commanded when he said, go tarry before you even try to represent me. We need another great awakening. We need the power of Pentecost. We need revival. John, why don't you take a minute and uh, sing us a song? What do you do when you've done all you can and Seems like it's never enough. And what do you say when your friends are gone away? You're all alone, all alone. Tell me what do you give when you've given your all? Well, you just stand When there's nothing left to do You just stand Watch the Lord see you through Yes, after you've done all you can You just stand How can you handle the guilt of your past? Tell me, how can you deal with the shame? And how can you smile when your heart has been broken and still with pain, so much pain? Tell me, what do you do when you've done all you can? And it seems that I too can make it through. I'll you just stand when folks talk about you. You just stand. Watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you've done all you can, you just stand and be sure. Be not a 
faith tangled in no bondage of heart and adjusted and get to God's got a purpose God has a plan tell me what do you do when you've done all you can and seems like you can't make it through oh you just stand stand you just stand you stand through the storms through the rain Amen. You've been listening to Minister John Berg. This is the Warning Radio Program. May God richly bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.